Welcome everybody. This is a live workshop. I'm recording it so you get an idea of what we do here when we uh, show up live. So I've got a couple of questions already. We're just going to dive into that. So hopefully this will help you. If you're listening to the audio, uh, there's a video version of this where I'm illustrating. First question I want to answer today is um, how can we tell if a card is upright or reversed when it flies out during shuffling? So um, I think my friend Cole calls these cards jumpers. But I've noticed over the years that as you're shuffling, sometimes a card will fly out. And it's usually when you're hyper focused, you're, you're deeply engrossed in your question, possibly so much that your hands aren't really doing what they should. So the first thing that I recommend is, so I will say we have to, but obviously this is just my recommendation. First thing I rec would recommend is that we discount statistics. Um, we discount the law of probability that um, if you're shuffling enough times and enough cards and you're not, you know, doing a very rigid controlled shuffle where that's all you care about, such as your um, Las Vegas dealer. So if you're a tarot card reader, right, you know, we shuffle a lot, but we're not, not limiting ourselves to, a, you know, hiding the cards and, and doing that riffle shuffle or rifle shuffle or whatever it's called. Yeah, cards are going to fly out every once in a while. Um, sometimes two or three, sometimes we'll drop cards. We have to rule out that just because something happens doesn't mean it's divine providence. Oh my God, half the deck came up and it was all reversed. It's, it's a sign. At one point, that may actually be a sign. But what I found is when something like this happens, if it is a quote sign, you're going to know it. If you miss it, that's okay because um, we have a pecking order of what things mean when determining the eventual actuality of what this card is trying to tell you in this particular reading and uh, cards flying out of the deck is very very low on that on that list however that said let's talk about the perfect world of like oh we, we know that this card means something so it's past all of our unwritten tests you know, we're, we're shuffling we're focusing on something maybe we've laid out a couple of cards and we're reshuffling you're very clear on what you're asking and you're very intent and a card flips out and it flips out i'm drawing the back of the card first thing is and i don't want you to stop in the process and think about this but for the sake of classroom where we can sit here and just talk about things in the um, abstract do we flip it which means the bottom becomes the top or do we turn it which means the bottom becomes i'm sorry the, the right or left side you know in other words in one case we're actually reversing it from what it was and in other cases um we're turning it which doesn't reverse it this is not something i want you to obsess about i don't want you to even think about it but for the sake of um, analyzing this, it's something we have to take into account. As you shuffle and deal out cards, generally speaking, and this is especially true for the super advanced technique that I teach about 
viewing cards face down. You do have to know, you know, I don't want to say, are you a flipper or a turner, but, but I just did. So, but that's what it comes down to is, you know, what do you do normally? Like if you just, you just, you know, if you're just normally um, dealing out your cards, do you, do you flip them over? Do you, do you turn them to the right or the left? Like what do you, what, what patterns have you subconsciously built up? Stay with that. Be consistent. That's the first thing to figure out if it's reversed or not. And this includes if the card comes out sideways. So if the card comes out sideways, I don't want you to think about it. Grab the card. Um, I'm going to say flip it, meaning just, just, flip it or turn it over right um make make other side go up right there's a there's a nice generic example of how to put it um i don't know about nice but it's pretty generic so now the card is face up this is like the same problem that we have when you are shuffling and shuffling and shuffling and especially if you're doing like an overhand shuffle which is a very popular shuffle um you don't have to put the cards down on the table and they go flap blah 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 you know it's it's just a nice you know one hand to the other overhand shuffle maybe french cut overhand shuffle cut cut and we have something called the no spread reading another super advanced technique anybody can do it but i don't want you to do it until you are well into the black book until you are super advanced because there are ways to do it very well and it all comes down to the amount of skill you've built up before actually performing it in actual readings such as you know uh you you've developed your ding my bill is over there i'm not gonna hunt it down you have really developed the ability and this developing of your ability comes with practice it doesn't come from going to school it doesn't come from reading books going to school reading books shows you what to do gets you practicing what to do gets you in the environment of what to do this is why school is so awesome is i think about when you went to school or, or maybe you're in school now i go to school in the fall right because i took a semester off and that college is not happy with me so i'm going back in the fall and of course it's spring well even even now at the tender old age of over 23 okay fine over 25 whatever times two of course i'm going to be in that college environment I'm not necessarily going to be on campus, but, you know, got my homework, got my pizza. We don't have any keggers because ain't got no friends. Well, not, you don't have any college friends, right? No dorm life, but but classes every week, a couple times a week, and 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 so much reading and so much homework and, and so much paying attention. I have to, you know, like all college students, after you've, after you've been away for a little bit, um, you got to kind of get back into that zone. After a couple of weeks, you know, and especially even the months toward the end, you're like, really? That's, that's your lifestyle. And all of a sudden, when after the semester, you're like, uh, that, what? I don't know what to do. Because, you know, you're just like, wait, I'm supposed to wake up and, and get ready for school because it's 3 a.m., right? This is just like your practice with tarot cards. Um, can you go for a length of time and get out of practice? You know, not, not touch your cards, not hang out with people and still be a good reader. Yeah, but it really helps. Uh, yeah, in, in, in a lot of ways it is with the, uh, like they, like they say, riding a bicycle, um, you'll pick it up real quickly. It's more like riding a unicycle. You can learn. It's not exactly the easiest thing to learn to be really good, but, but it's not the worst thing in the world. Um, maybe a unicycle with training wheels. I don't know. Is there such a thing? 
Um, probably wouldn't be a unicycle then, right? But if you stop riding unicycle after being really good for a while, it, it probably wouldn't be as easy as learning to ride a bike, but it would be more comparable with being a really good tarot reader. You would, you would be able to pick it back up. So there's my analogy of the day. So that was all about the things like reading cards face down and uh, no spread technique, which is where you're going to find this problem uh, most often of a card flies out of the deck. So as you're doing this, oh, and the other thing about reading a card face, uh, no spread reading technique is that you will cut the deck. So you got the back of your cards in one hand, and then you just crack it open. And there's the other card. I'm doing it on the right for those of you who can see the screen because I'm right-handed. Most of us are right-handed, but again, whatever works for you. So when you just crack it open, which is actually 90% of the time, you're just going to be, you know, turning the card, you're not going to be like flipping your hand upside down. Then the question is, oh, wait, is that face up or, or, or you know, is that right, is right side up or, or, or upside down? So there are uh, landmines, there are pitfalls in doing this technique. And this is, so I can answer, you know, multiple questions about things you'll actually encounter. How do we know if we're not doing a fixed position spread or even a blob spread, we're going, okay, I'm doing the cards like this, I'm flipping them over or I'm turning them over. If we don't have that nice subconscious rigidity, well, how do we know? You don't. To get 80, 90% of the way there, you know, where we, where we have absolute confidence or at least a very good confidence, don't do anything first. Don't, don't immediately, you know, um, there's a tendency that if it's upright, we read it upright. And if it's reversed, I don't like this tendency, but a lot of people um, won't read reversed. So they'll just turn it over and other people just turn it over subconsciously because it's easier to go, oh, what am I looking at? You know, it is a subconscious uh, need to uh, make order. You know, uh, what is it? Nietzsche says, um, from order comes chaos or whatever, I don't know blazing sandals, right? So to get the most confidence out of that, after I've told you that you know, there's no hard, fast answer that we, but we know, oh, it's, it's, there's no way to do this. Stop for a moment, really focus on what you were thinking about at the moment the card flipped out or, or even prior to, right? Uh, it doesn't have to be at that exact moment, but, but, but even prior to that card, because obviously that's what caused the card to flip out. How does that card relate to that thought? In many ways, does it make more sense reversed or upright? If you can't find an instant, clear clarion, oh yeah, got my, uh, my alliteration in there. If you don't have a clear, instant, blam, you know, a resounding voice in your head or a sensation that says, oh, reversed or not, this card is telling me this, or this card is relating this information. And therefore, you know, reversed or upright makes more sense. If you don't get that, set the card down off to the side. Now, this is what we do when cards fly out, is we have to set the card off to the side and keep going. But the phrase sleep with one eye open. Well, we're kind of doing that. We're shuffling with one eye 
open one or one eye on the door right <laughs> oh my god well we've got one i'm watching you we got one eye on that tarot card like i'm watching you you jerk and maybe not one full eye but you know the, the colloquialism helps us understand that we take a portion of our awareness and we we don't ignore the card it's kind of like the boss saying well that's a really good idea we're gonna set it over here which is a nice way of saying just shut up and let me do my job right the boss is like we're gonna keep focusing on this but when he when i'm sorry I, i'm saying he because I'm, I'm saying the boss is a jerk and it's just more fun to pick on guys so when the boss gender neutral whatever um says you know we're gonna put this over here that person presumably hopefully we're not working for robots yet is in effect saying i want credit in case this turns out to be a good idea but for right now we're just going to ignore it and that's kind of what you're doing here and you're allowing that input from the peanut gallery but you're not stopping your entire process i know this isn't a nice clear oh just do this but that's the way intuition works we we Anybody who says, well, there are rules and regulations and you got to just do this and shut up and uh, Dusty White doesn't know what he's talking about because he just, you know, takes 15, 20 minutes to answer this question. The reality is I want you to understand the nature of what's going on, where you will encounter it, how it will be. So when it happens to you, you're like, oh, that seems familiar because you know, we've already, you already looked at it. And then you can interpret it on the fly, because if I give you a hard, fast rule, it will not be correct. And it certainly won't be correct in every situation that you encounter. All right. So summation real quick. How do we know? Rule number one, in this case, you don't. Um, however, we can get very close by taking it into context. We do this by thinking, wait, wait, what was you know what you're asking about, you know what you're focusing on, but what were the thoughts going in your head? Because the, the way all the cards work is they are a response to question you are asking. I know your client has questions, that's very nice, but unless you are asking their questions, I hate to say this, but their questions don't matter. And I don't mean that in a bad way, so don't misquote me. That's just not the way divination works. If you go to uh, the Oracle at Delphi, which means you'd actually have to go way back in time. Um, let's go pre-Apollonian, right? Let's, let's go back to the OG one. And the priestess is sitting there. You can send a petition. You can, you can write your note or, God, if you're really lucky, you get to ask, you know, one of the uh, vestals, you know, can you, can you take, this, um, take this information? The oracle herself takes that into her awareness and seeks an answer and delivers the answer based on the impressions that she's getting. Hopefully this will match exactly what you asked, but if you didn't phrase it properly, or if you try to play stump the psychic or something, you chances are you're going to get bad, you know, you're going to get a bad result. So really, um, no offense to anybody who comes to ask us questions, you know, this is the best thing in the world, you know, we get to help people. But the reality is, the tarot isn't there to answer their problems or fix their problems. The tarot is merely a tool. You know, in the year, this, there's no magic in the cards, right? There's scraps of paper, magic is in you, but they're a great tool, especially if you learn how to use it. It's like a hammer and a saw. If you gotta give me a hammer and a saw, you're gonna end up with junk, but you give it to a master carpenter, well, yeah, I can make a pterodactyl, I can make a brooch, I can make a boat, this airplane, right? Nobody's seen that movie. So 
they can make miracles, right? A boat that floats on water. I don't even know how that how that works. Something about buoyancy and displacement and all that stuff, but I don't believe any of that. I think the scientists are lying. So miracle boat floats on water somehow because he's got the magic hammer, right? Just like we've got the magic cards and that's all that matters. Remember that the cards are there so that the right cards influence you know, because whatever stimulus your brain needs at the moment, and this is how two different people can come to the same conclusion. If if I go and I ask them, ask um, Kathy one question, I ask Ake another question, uh, but they're both point to the same thing, maybe even ask them the same question, they may get different cards to give them the same information. That's, that, that makes total sense. That's That's because their brains are wired differently. And so the gods have to kind of influence them to vomit out because that's what we're doing. You know, we, we don't go, I am logically giving you the information. I mean, that that's nice and all, but uh, intuition is really spontaneously. And um, what is it? Um, can't think of the other word. What's wrong with me? I'm old. Um, involuntarily wow that was a hard word right spontaneously and involuntarily vomiting out information from from the ether through our subconscious through our intuitive gateway blah 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 all that stuff sorry you don't have time for big long lecture right now put all of that together and it just makes sense that yes occasionally cards will fly out going hey hey mcfly you know here's here's your information here's your sign and sometimes we get it right away we don't have to we don't have to question right backwards, left, right. We're like, yes, this card is exactly what I meant. It's wonderful when that happens. Sometimes, and this is not the fun time, we'll look at it and go, ah, this makes no sense. Don't stress. Put the card down. Keep an eye on it. As you progress your reading, if that card never makes sense, shrug your shoulders. Shoulders. Even if your client says, oh, what does that card mean? It's like, well, I'm not quite sure. It's okay. It's okay for you to say, I'm not quite sure. Maybe tomorrow, Maybe in the middle of the reading, maybe the very next card, you know, you'll find out when you get there, right? At some point, that card may make sense. And when that does, that's when it comes to uh, into play. Up until the moment where that card makes sense, please don't stress yourself. I've, I've done this tens of thousands of times. Well, I've stressed myself tens of thousands of times, yes. But I've uh, read for tens of thousands of clients, read for, read for, psychics i've read with some of the best psychics in the world over and over and over we've gone over those stories before take what i say with a grain of salt but this is this is from the pros great question i think i really ran circles around that question i mean i i think i answered it but i but i gave you the surrounding territory kind of like Celtic cross oh here's your answer but here's a whole bunch of extra information so that you know the terrain Hopefully that helped. Next question. Can we go over multiple significators, when to use them, why, etc.? Yes, we can. So what is a significator? Generally speaking, I'm just going to do this. This, um, if you're watching, draw a plus sign and a one. That is a Celtic cross. Um, it's the most popular spread in the world. You can use whatever spread you like. Do not use a three-card blob and then say, oh, I'm doing the tarot because you're not. Okay, so we've got a large fixed position spread where each card position answers a portion, right, of, of the uh, answer. And then from the culmination of all of those pieces of input, we can gather greater information, which we give to our client. 
if you're just going to be pulling like a card here, and this is the problem with the one no spread technique, right? Is even though it's incredibly valuable, it doesn't have the uh, uh, that ability for all the cards to argue and fight and agree with each other and show you the complexity of the situation. And also, um, the beauty of any fixed position spread that's worth doing, even a past, present, future spread. That's you know each each position is a fixed meaning. This has happened. This is happening. This will happening. The end. It's not much of a spread, but if you have the three of uh, three of swords in the heart with the swords, right? In the past, that did happen. Ouch. Well, what if it's going on right now? Or worse, ha ha ha, it's coming at you. It's coming right at us. Suffolk. I would much rather, in my reading, somebody's doing for me, see the three of swords in the past than in the future. And you can't do that with the blob spread. Kind of like, you know, because it's just, you know, here, here's some cards. What do they mean? Well, it is worth learning, practicing. If we do have to memorize anything, memorize card position meanings, not card meanings. So I, I, I pardon you. I give you the Schindler's list. I, I give you um, permission to um to memorize card position meanings but never memorize card meanings learn the basic accepted general meanings like mm, okay this makes sense we're getting it but don't take those as like oh this is all right we've gone over them so um the question is what is a, a significator generally speaking the most basic and most common understanding is a significator is one card that either sits outside of the spread or it is the first card in the spread specifically the Celtic cross where this is because the card position one and the Celtic cross is like this is you here and now ergo this is the um, uh, spread protagonist here and now however we can get extra depth by not using the significator as that we can place that why would we use a significator in the first place a significator allows us to say this card represents the person you are reading about if the person's right across from you um chances are you won't need a significator i am of the school that we don't usually need significators if you want to always use significators that's fine do it if you don't that's fine do it life is a lot simpler without significators if you're reading over the phone uh, well maybe not so much now but back in the day we had to read you know back to back the phones were always ringing you know, badges we don't need no stinking badges we we no works right or treasure Sumatra, but that's slightly different line. We didn't have time for significators. Ring, ring. Hey, answer my question right now. Go. It's like, well, I get a warm up. No, you don't have to. You're you're a psychic. I'm paying five dollars a minute. Go. Um, yeah. So you you get in the habit of not needing significant. Same thing if you're uh, reading at a tarot party, you know, or it's just person to person to person or an event, uh, like a fair. Uh, we just did a great course on how to get a lot of clients. We've got a book coming out on how to get a lot of clients. So hopefully you'll pick that up and make a lot of money, right? Because I want you to do well. So if you don't use significators on a regular basis, okay, what is a significator? Well, it's generally 
this is mean absolutely it is generally just a tarot card that represents that person and rather than the eden gray version which i think is um unintentionally racist as she says um cups cards are blonde hair and coins cards are brown hair and uh, swords cards are dark hair and i forget what the other one wands hair wands are sandy maybe redheads that presumes everybody on the planet is white like what the hell you're going to shove everybody who has darker hair uh, of of multiple nationalities well not that the person is multiple nationalities but but all over the world people have darker hair you know that okay it's just a thing so you're going to shove them all and say oh all of your swords i don't know have you seen those swords cards they're not happy what, that's, that's kind of an insult. Um, I don't think she thought that through very well. But, you know, this is the 60s, so whatever. I don't want to go back and visit those times again. So I wouldn't use that technique. And I vehemently, uh, I, I rail against it. I, I fight against it. I would say, choose um, one of the pip cards, you know, like two through ten. You can choose a king or queen or page or knight. Yeah, you can go traditional. But the twos through tens show us somebody doing something. That gives us some real personality. So is this the personality of that person? Is this the person is this the circumstance or environment that person is in at this moment? Breath that relates back to the question sounds pretty complicated right well reality is complicated you know does this card match what this person is going through right now ah okay mm-hmm. we like that card but significators do not need to be tarot cards at all uh, the greatest significator ever is a photograph right you guys ever heard of psychometry 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 you know potato potato whatever um photograph of the picture photograph of the picture that didn't make sense apologies photograph of the let's say person most often we're doing things on people uh if you want to do a reading on a person place thing event you know again place thing event how about picture of the place thing event there was i don't want to get too grim i'm gonna stay away from some of the worst stuff um so I'm just going to say one example was the Northridge earthquake of 1994. This is important to me because I predicted it because I was working in Beverly Hills at the time. And, and I ran around telling all my other psychics, this is an earthquake. Granted, I said here, full disclosure, I said the 11th. It turns out it was the 17th. So I looked like a real chump on the 11th and 12th and all the way up to the 16th. And the 17th, I had already come back from, from San Francisco because I ran like a whole chicken little like i'm getting out of here and i was and i was right in the middle of northridge you know or i'm just out of northridge but but hung out in northridge all the time but i was living in north hollywood was right by northridge so i was right in the middle of ground zero here's your earthquake you hippie bum and i was like ah yeah it was because you know it's not coming i was like no um the the point is i gathered up like as soon as i as soon as i 
you know, collected my thoughts and got it together. I didn't do it at, at 4 a.m. when it happened. I think, I think 3.45 or whatever. But uh, the moment that I was, I was sane and dressed, I went out and I gathered actual rubble from buildings that were destroyed because they were resonating. You don't have to believe any of this stuff, but it's, you know, it's metaphysical 101. I don't know, is it 101? This, this might be a little more advanced than that. But I gathered the earthquake rubble of buildings that were, that was representative of, and at that time, still resonating with the energy of the earthquake. And that was my earthquake dirt. That's a long story. Uh, I like like the, the, the fun times we had with earthquake dirt. Um, that is a significator of that event. In all, in all schools of metaphysics, if that is harvested correctly and in time. Yes. Um, so it's nothing like a tarot card. And it's nothing about like, oh, it's a tarot card of a person. I want you to understand that tarot is a tool to help your intuition. It's, not, it's like astrology. It's not about people's personality. It's a tool for which we answer questions. It just happens that with the tarot and especially astrology, it's all about people, 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 and more people. Occasionally we'll go, what is the astrology of my cat? And everybody throws their hands up in the air. I know I did. What? You're a pet psychic? That doesn't make sense. Astrology doesn't apply to cats. Well, you know, when you actually learn what astrology is and how it works, it applies to everything. It's, it's, it's like physics, right? It's, it's just a, it's meta. It's a way of looking at the world, a way of organizing your thoughts or a way of categorizing things. And if you do it right, it actually enhances what you know. Same thing with tarot, except the tarot is a game of cards that really works because they put images on it. It is a great representation of life. And especially when we combine different cards, this is why we have multiple card spreads and fixed positions and blendings and, you know, things like that and significators. So yes. So a significator in and of itself ultimately is anything that significates, how about that, or represents the entity you are trying to focus on. Why is it important to use one? Let's say that uh, your client walks in and says, am I going to get my raise or am I going to get fired? Here's my real question. Does my boss like me? Does my boss you know, want to keep me around and give me a raise? Or does this, I'm going to go with the guy again. Does this jerk hate me? Um, what I would like you to do ask them since they're asking and whenever somebody asks you about someone else or something else don't focus on them don't go oh tell me your life story tell me how you feel you know we're not trying to tap into their energy i mean they, they can screw up the cards that come up that can because that's screwing up how we're doing things focus on what they're asking about okay what's your boss's first name um, you know, just, just for reference, you know, we call Bob, simple, easy name, Bob. Okay. So we have, we don't just go that, that, that generic thing. If we have a name, it, it's, um, uh, labels are very powerful tools. And, and at the top of that are names. And, uh, when we label something and name something, it, magical theory says that we have power over it. I thoroughly disagree. I don't, I don't think, uh, you know, um, president, whoever. You know, current president, past president, George Washington, right? Nobody can complain. Maybe, maybe the British can complain, but but I don't have 
power over George Washington. Just because I go, oh, George Washington chopped down a cherry tree uh, relative to King George, refused to the kingship, um, owned, a, owned a distillery. I know all these things and his name. I don't, I don't have power over him magically, even if he was alive today. So I personally don't believe that just because we have the name of something, we magically have power over it. Some people do. That's why they have secret names. That's cool. I like having secret names because I'm a CIA. Oh, oops, sorry, you didn't hear that. Um, nonetheless, okay. Name is Bob, right? So moving along, it's it's something to anchor to. And and right now it's just a generic thing. Tell me a little bit about Bob or what's your relationship with Bob? And so whether they can tell us, and it has to be specific to the relationship between them and 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 their boss. You know, we don't really care so much that he vacations in the south of France twice a year, or he lo he loves golf or really wants a private jet but sponges off his friends who are richer i mean that's nice but that's that's not helping us and that's what we're here to do we're not here to just gather all this information and regurgitate it back to them in different words and therefore ooh, look at us although yes we know a lot of so-called psychics do that and it really bothers the hell out of me that they do what we do want to know is we want we want to take imagine you're like an eagle right you have these talons we want to take our psychic talons and just kind of like sink our talents into the subject matter, our psychic talents, right? We want to want to get a good grasp on this. So like, I know what I'm asking about. This is where the uh, significator comes in. But we don't just assign a significator. And we and we certainly don't just just pull a significator at random, like, oh, the, the gods, the universe will give us the right significator. It's like, no, you know, the devil comes up, we're going to think horrible thoughts about Bob. Bob may be a really nice person you know that that may not your, your client may go wait no bob's bob's not evil bob doesn't treat me evil i'm just asking you know just, you know and but oh no the devil came out just like no it's a random card what we need to do is to choose any significator and we would almost always use significators when we're asking about somebody who's third party reading right when we're asking about somebody who's not right there in front of us because they're right there in front of us we don't know so much need a significator if you want to use a significator for somebody who's right there in front of you yes you can do that um, if it's really complex or if you're afraid you're going to lose your focus sure anyway so this is all single significator how you how you get a significator you know how you how you get to the point of choosing which significator you want to get some say a cloud of information around the name Bob so that you have a, a general grasp of who this person is as it relates to your client who's asking the question then from there because even if we're not on the clock we're kind of always on the clock you know you can't just take unlimited time to do something your cards are all over the place right you can flip them all over you can you can just go through sort and you, you you can look at your cards saying which one of you which one of you did it which one of you is right or you can say oh I know which card that I want you're looking for it now it's going to take time that's not a problem no actually let me rephrase that it's not inherently a problem but if if, if it's a matter of this is going to take time and you don't have time if you have a piece of paper, <laughs> you know, just write K-O-S and, and, you know, set it down and in your mind, um, 
trick I got from Frank Rudolph Young when I was a kid. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's got some crazy books, but there's something there. Transmute. I know it's an alchemical word. Translate, right? Tan, transmute that KOS or little here, if you want to do a, a figure of a stick figure sitting down and he's holding a sword, give him really dead eyes and the flat line like, I am expressionless on your background. No. Um, whatever it takes. Um, you are focused on that. You're transmuting that card or illustration or, or three letters or whatever into a psychic image, your best guess of what Bob would appear like. It doesn't have to be visual, but, but appear like psychically. You're, 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 you're going to say, okay, this is, I'm picturing Bob or I'm picturing the entity you know, anthropomorphizing this word description that I've been given saying, okay. And I'm, and I'm kind of telescoping in on Bob's energy, you know, like a telescope. Where are you, Bob? You know, creepy old guy, right? Looking on my window with the telescope. Hey, 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 where are you, Bob? Where are you, Bob? Right. So we're doing that. That is how we would use and why we'd use a significator. So then the question is, well, why would we use more than one? So whatever kind of significator you are using, if you want to use more than one, let's say, for example, um, a mother-in-law, right? No, a mother, because a mother would be, um, she wants to know her daughter, right? is interested in marrying loser bob i'm just gonna i'm if anybody here's named bob i apologize this has got nothing to do with you it's just if i keep coming up with names it's gonna fail in 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 the mother's mind this guy is unacceptable or unworthy of her daughter uh, and and she wants to know How's it going to go? Is he going to be doing this? Is, you know, does she have it wrong? That is very, you know, very generous of her to say, okay, I'm going to pay money and, and find out if I'm wrong. Um, and she wants to know what's going on between these two. You could do a relationship spread. As a matter of fact, a super easy one is just do a this or that spread. Um, there are various this or that formats, including, you know, a Celtic cross for one, a Celtic cross for the other. That is a very powerful list of that spread, but I'm hoping you're getting paid well for it because it's going to take you an hour at least. So you do a this spread for Bob and a that spread for um, unnamed daughter. And what we're doing is we're asking a central or overall question about how this relationship is going to be for each person. I'm not giving you details on that because we're not in that scenario, but you can figure it out as you go, or we can come back and you can ask me later and we'll go into that. In this particular case, yes, because we are asking about people and, and even if they are right there, which would get really weird, you know, kind of uh, psychologically weird to have, you know, people sitting there and, and even they're willing participants. I want to know, I want to know. It's like, well, you're about to find out stuff. We don't have any secrets. Well, you're really about to have no secrets because you're about to find about, you're about to find out stuff about Bob and maybe good, maybe bad. 
uh, and then he's going to find out information about you and you guys better pay me up front <laughs> because I don't want to be held accountable if these cards um, reveal stuff that's true and you didn't want you know, in this case yes absolutely everything I just said that's where we'd use multiple significators so when will we use multiple significators it really comes down to when do you need focal points when do you need to say okay I need to focus on this and this and this and it, when when information gets too convoluted and you can't for whatever reason you don't have the time you don't have the resources you don't have the uh, whatever if you can't just do spreads consecutively or or as needed and you need to have multiple focal points that is where such as the rather lame example i just gave with bob and, and his fiance presumed fiance this is where multiple significators work this is how you would do them this is why you would do them uh hopefully i gave you enough information i know i used a lot of words let me just double check um yes okay so there's that good to cover spread question modifications oh god that's gonna have to wait to another session but yes bring that up um Bring that up on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, because it's Wednesday now, and I'll be working on the astrology course Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so I'm not going to think about that. Uh, next question. Uh, oh, delete that. Um, again, if you're if you're just listening to the audio, you're really not missing anything. Just doodles, supportive doodles. Am I practicing the connection with the cards by using a card for the month and a card by day? Um, there were more words. That is a well-phrased question, and it's got a lot of words, and, and you use the word please. Thank you very much for being so nice. Um, do you mind being on, we're, we're recording this, but I haven't mentioned your name. Do you, do you mind uh, doing this by voice, or do you, you want to type it out? Because um, I need to ask you what the hell you're talking about <laughs> because I don't want to assume but let me know what you think uh and, and and Kathy I'll get to your thing in just a moment um maybe I will maybe if she doesn't answer I, I, I won't get to that question type in your answer please you know you want to be on voice you don't want to be on voice all right in the meantime I'm going to handle Kathy's could the client pick out their own significator absolutely not this is this is Eden Gray. This is old, old, old stuff. This is like here, you know, if you wanna if you want to BS your way, look at myself, look at me censoring myself. You wanna BS your way through life, have your clients shuffle, have your clients cut the deck, have your clients pick their own significator. Your clients are they have no idea. You know, here, I'm gonna lay out I'm I'm gonna lay out some cards. The devil the jerk, the loser, the stud, the lovers, the angel. Which card do you think they're going to pick out? Oh, I, I'm the devil. I like it. Yeah, this is me. This is my significator. I'm, I'm a, you know, no, no, no. You know what? No, I'm the jerk. Our clients are not trained. Our customers. Okay, customer, generally somebody who comes first time client somebody comes back over and over if if I were to allow that exception I would I, I might might 
on, on some random Tuesday on the 54th of the month might entertain the client and say, okay, fine. You've been at this for a while. What card do you think represents you in the situation? I mean, I'm, I'm interested to hear because they might, they might surprise me. I'll go, you know what? I like that. Let's go with that. Um, but generally people are going to pick out cards that flatter them. People are going to pick out cards that make no sense. Um, people are going to pick out cards that are from their perspective. Kathy, you are in control of the reading. When you give up control of the reading, you might as well hand your intuition to someone else. They aren't coming to you. I don't go to the mechanic and say, uh, my engine's not running. Give me a wrench. I'll show you how to fix my car. Um, I don't go in there and go, you know, I, I can go in and say, here, this thing here is not making noises or it is making noises or this thing is blinking, especially nowadays. You know, and you go back like a hundred years and the cars are like, here's a piston and here's a wheel and here's the pedal. I mean, sure, you might have a backyard Bob, poor Bob, right? Uh, I hope nobody hears his name, Bob. You have a backyard Bob going, well, here's what I think it is. And that's fine, you know, but a mechanic, a doctor, a psychologist, a lawyer, a judge, you know, we go in and we present them with problems and they have presumably spent days, weeks, months, hopefully years, not just learning like we should. That's why I have a school, uh, but also practicing, you know, we practice law, we practice medicine. We practice the tarot, which means you get your cards in your hands and you practice, right? That's, that's if you're doing it right. Clients aren't trained to know what the hell the tarot is, means. I don't care if they go, oh, I, I read tarot for myself. It's okay, okay, fine. Tell you what, give me your opinion. And then if I like it, I'll use it. If not, don't get all upset if I don't use it. Because the cards, my cards speak to me. That, that that's every one of you your cards speak to you nobody can kick down your door and say no the cards speak this way you're wrong and this is what happens when we see it on social media all the time oh my god i cast this spread or not even that this card came up in a reading what does it mean well what was the reading what was the question what spread do you use what are the circumstances nobody asks that by the way there's like oh blah 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 i used to do that I know you don't want to hear that your favorite i'm just kidding uh, but but the guy who's talking right now at least anyway um yeah he used to do it too until he realized oh my god what a chump oh don't go around telling people you know because if you aren't there to see what's going on inside their head you don't know how what the questions are that they're asking i mean this is why we have words but even look this is why we have lawyers because people use words and other people go you meant this and it's like no no i didn't so if people understood each other better we wouldn't need lawyers so no they cannot pick out their own significators that's that's cheating no that's a great question kathy and i'm and, and, and don't mean to pick on you just sometimes questions will come up and i'm like ah I go all Godzilla and breathe fire because it's not that you ask the question. It's that the question is a real question and it's out there and people make them mistake constantly. And I'm trying to, you know, one man fighting against the machine. Um, I'm trying to disabuse the world of the, of the stupidity that causes people to look at terror readers and go, ah, you're all a bunch of cracks. 
So again, take none of that personally. You are you are the catalyst for information. You are doing the Lord's work by by bringing up this information that other people don't want to ask, but they do want to know. <laughs> Thank you. By the way, right. So, okay. So typed in rephrasing. I'm referring to the practice of reading specific cards without having a specific question in mind. Right. So if I understand right, it is I'm referring to the practice of reading a sp- reading cards with no specific question in mind. Okay, so there's no specific question. We're just flipping over cards and saying whatever the universe wants me to know. Here, there's cards coming up. Two cards, one represent the energy of the month, one represent the energy of the day. Ah, that is a spread. And that is a that is a specific position because the first position is the card for the month next position is the card for the day that is a lot of pressure to put on your cards so that's like going to einstein and saying all right you know a lot of stuff in 30 seconds, explain to me the theory of relativity. And while you're at it, how can I make money off that on the stock market? Go. And then you got a timer. Tick, 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 ding. Oh, well, you're not that smart after all, are you? You didn't answer my question in 30 seconds. Huh? How about that? Didn't give me any warning. Sometimes we are asking too much. Now, can you say, because you can ask anything, can you say, what's the energy again what what energy that's you know this is a problem we uh, we solve in lesson two of the astrology class what the fuck does energy mean science we have solar energy nuclear energy um gravity energy i suppose uh, kinetic energy potential energy electromagnetic spectrum of energy light which is a form of energy sounds form of energy i i'm not a goddamn physicist but i know that they have you know we have a new age we just have oh the energy you know like we're all a bunch of flower children unicorns and fairies and angels and i love unicorns and fairies and angels and if i ever meet one i will say i want to be your friend but until then it's like okay well harry potter has flying brooms too so not you but generally speaking it is so much fun for the new age community to just use the word energy and not be specific and then that's okay but if we force ourselves or someone comes to you and says tell me the energy of the month uh what do you mean like now if you want to know the energy of the month and the day i I promise you watch this you're gonna love this and guess what i've got a free course on it i will teach you this for free $3,500 $3,500 course, no, the condensed version. Ding, there you go. Here, there's Tempe McTest. Matter of fact, let's just not do that. Let's let's go hippie. Flip. There's the energy of the day. Matter of fact, here, we'll do it right now. Okay, that's here in this area. If you're not seeing the, uh, the video, it's just an astrological chart. So... Now, granted, this is locked to a zero Aries house system. Again, read the fucking book or or take the course. It's free. I can tell you exactly what the energy is. Right now, the energy is 15 degrees Aries. Jupiter's at 20 degrees Aries. This month, 
Aries and Aries are getting together. Jupiter is, is in Aries for a good portion of the year. Yay. Because it works out for me, he says. Um, and the sun is closing in on it in about four and a half days. Jupiter and the sun are going to be con conjunct. Wow, you watch. Next couple of days, things are going to get explosive. Haha, <laughs> you thought there were going to be riots earlier, right? Ah, come to the astrologer. But wait, wait, wait. All this explosive energy, but look at this. Mars is in Cancer. Mars is like, oh, I don't really want to leave the home. Can I just riot and, and be against the government and everybody that I think is oppressing me? But I just, you know, just kind of, I'll just phone it in. Now, if Mars was in Aries, would be like, I am in the streets. I am in the streets. Now, right now, today, uh, moon is in Libra, fairness, justice, balance, revenge, but, but justice, actually real revenge will be, will be, um, well, let's see, will be tomorrow. Let's, let's go one day forward. Nope. Nope. Not tomorrow. There we go. <laughs> what is that? Uh, Friday, Friday, the moon goes into Scorpio and then wait till Saturday. Yeah, look at that. Saturday, the moon opposite Jupiter. Sun is at 18. Expect I mean, a chance of riots on Saturday, right? You know, like a weather forecast. Astrology can give you all that if we're saying, what is the energy of the month and the day? Well, the month is is uh, the sun, because it takes, you know, spends all month there. Uh, the day, well, we have to take all that into account. If we're trying to duplicate that with the tarot and say, what's the energy here? We're really putting a lot of information into one card. There's only so much information you can pull from one card. Anybody who's even halfway good at the tarot should agree and should admit and should even tell you, yeah, there's only so much you can pull out of one card. You can't do a one card reading and stretch it out for 30 minutes. Technically you can, but then you're not doing, you're not reading the tarot. The tarot has inspired you to talk about other things or your psychic abilities. Intuition are feeding off of that initial uh, impetus or stimulus, but you're not doing a tarot reading. You can't do a one card tarot reading that lasts longer than two, three minutes. Anything longer than that, you are not reading the tarot, you're reading tea leaves, you're, you're channeling information, or you're just bullshitting people. Um, this is why we have larger spreads, and this is why larger spreads help us really understand what's going on, because like I said before, here, let's uh, get a picture of our Celtic cross, right? We have what's going on right now how we got here what events have happened in the past that brought us to this point and what's going on behind the question or behind the scenes right what are we afraid of what, what do we want from all of this and and aside from what we want or what we're afraid of what do we expect because what we expect doesn't have to match you know, I, I, I really want to date Saturday night, but I'm expecting knowing myself, I'm not going to go out. I'm just going to keep working on this astrology course and I'm going to be going. This is more important because I've got this fire in my belly, as Celts used to say. I've got this burning obsession, like get this course out, make the world a better place. Go, you know, it's like, I, I could just take off and just go hit some bars and hey everybody look at me or not but hey yeah so the reality is I'm expecting I'm probably gonna have more fun going to work you know somebody knocks on my door hey Dusty you want to go out 
oh screw work yeah yeah okay bye i'm leaving right now bye you know but but that's not what i'm expecting is going to happen right so again come across here um what we want what we don't want what we expect and then we have these cards like here's what's going to happen and it's going to lead to that if we look at that as a conglomerate like a multinational corporation the umbrella corporation from what is it resident evil right if we look at whatever spread we use as a combination of events or a combination of data points that point to this larger picture we can say what's the energy of this month we do that with the Celtic cross spread get so much more information and so much less psychic stress on ourselves than trying to figure out what the fuck this one card okay here what's the energy of this card um uh let's go the tower okay the tower okay i don't know that's that's that's, that's a t i haven't drawn a t like that is that a t you know the, the old-fashioned tea with a little hook at the bottom i haven't drawn one of those in, since i was in elementary school so yeah so i have been doing this for so long i i i vehemently recommend um you don't try to you know cheat in the tarot all right um isn't the mood one in isn't the mood one is in when one touches the cards always reflected in the cards when you deal with the no it isn't it's the, 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 the word there was always. So um, we could say that the mood that you are in when you touch the cards will shape your interpretation. But, but please think about this. If the mood that I am in or that you're in here, I, I, I'm going to say me because that's not, see, that, that's cards. That wasn't me farting or anything. So here, I'll do it slowly. So there I have cards in my hands. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. I'm angry. Ooh, okay. Seven of swords. Uh, ooh, maybe, maybe there's something there, right? I'm angry. I'm angry. Ooh, queen of wands. I'm angry. You I'm not angry at the queen of wands. It's a very happy card. It's like, oh, look, the lovers. Oh, it's, it's, you know, if, if I had the ability to control the way the cards would come out, I guarantee every time I read for somebody who's paying me a good amount of money, I would think happy thoughts. I would have ice cream and pizza before, or I would write on my notes. The moment you're done, you're getting ice cream and pizza, and you're going to go out and take a test drive in a Lamborghini, even though you can't afford one and don't deserve one, you bum, and, and all these fun things. And I'm going to be going out on a date because it's Saturday night, and I'm saying, screw off this, this uh, thing. I'm going to write all these happy thoughts and go just, just focus on this. All you have to do is, like Napoleon Hill said, here's all the fun stuff just just get through just eat your vegetables and eat all this fun stuff i would be the happiest motherfucker around and all the cars that come out would have a happy tone would have have a happy i mean if that were at all possible oh i would love it i would never read cards in a bad mood i would say oh my god i'm stressed don't touch your cards i would do everything i could because I knew that if we were in a happy mood, I'd get happy results. And if it weren't for me, there, there haven't been trillions. Okay, there haven't been millions 
of, of spreads cast throughout history. There haven't been billions, there haven't been trillions. There have been quadrillions, especially nowadays when everybody's a psychic, right? And everybody is psychic, technically. And then there's something I want to, that's what we do is we, we, we train your abilities. But there have been quadrillions of spreads cast throughout history. If things like this or letting your client do all the work for you, if those worked, somebody would have figured it out. We would have seen patterns. The, the, the reason why we read cards the way we do today is for two things. Number one, what works. And number two, what's popular. Those aren't always synonymous. Okay, I'm going to have to get out of here. Oh, thank you. My inter your interpretation makes lots of sense. Thank you. I love these questions, even and especially when I disagree, because it's not that you guys are, are, are bringing up, you know, bad questions. It's that there's so much garbage out there in the public. How do we know this? How do we know it's not right? We know it's not right because the public isn't banging on your door going, oh, my God, you got tarot cards? Well, help me win the lottery. Well, okay, maybe maybe that's asking too much. Tell you what, help me make a lot of money next year. I'll, I'll come in every week as long as I'm making more money. Um, tell me how to get some dates. Um, tell me what my boss is thinking. Like all of these things can be done. I've hit the lottery 13 times for my clients. I know that because 13 times they came back and said, hey, thanks for the money. Give me more. I was like, how about a little, you know, a little bit for the effort. <laughs> now, have I hit more than 13 times? I don't know because I don't have verified. Uh, but I've hit the lottery for my clients 13 times. You know what I've also done? I've lost. <laughs> I have not hit the lottery for my clients probably thousands of times. That's embarrassing because people used to always ask me for lottery numbers. And I don't know if they win or lose because they don't come back. But, but I can pretty much guarantee that I, I know for myself when I tried to win the lottery for myself because I was like, man, no way. Let me rephrase that. I didn't win 13 times. I won 13 times for my clients in a one year period. Like 1993, I was hot. I was on fire. I was like, blamity, blamity, I could not lose. Wow. This is, woo. Well, actually, I could lose because, you know, 13 out of, you know, however many thousands of people asked me that year, the lottery numbers. Um, so even somebody who's been there, done it, yeah, look at me, got the trophies to prove it. Man. Okay. So maybe that's too much. But, the reality is that if people even semi-believed that we could help them get information they want, they would be beating down our door. How many times do people fall victim to scams? Because, you know, and I don't like scammers, but it's because that person believed that if you went to, I'm not going to say the name of a website, but it's, it's got W I S no you have four letters. It's apparently Chinese and apparently it's um it offers super, super, super low prices and you, apparently you get garbage and that's too bad. Although I haven't had problems with the website, but you know, some people have reported on YouTube, yep, you're gonna get scammed. A Nairobian Prince Nairobian Nigerian sorry, but not Nairobi. Or apologies, Nairobi. Nigerian Prince scam. It's People want to believe, and when they want to believe, they will pay vast amounts of money. 
we're not here to scam them. But at the same time, they don't believe us. Why don't they believe us? Because there's too many jerks out there who are scamming them or who are just, you know, reading in garbage ways. I'm here to fix that. I don't know if I'm going to, you know, I, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the mountain with you, but I'm going to try. Uh, I don't want to give up. I want to make it to the mountain and, and have a nice, long, relaxing, you know, re retirement. Yes, he made it to the mountain. I, I don't want to, I don't want to say, oh, I am, well, I'm not going to get there with you. I'm going to do my best. But if I don't, I don't. But I, but while I'm here and six feet above ground, because not six feet tall, technically, um, just coincidence, I'm going to, I'm going to fight the ignorance. And so I love these questions that give me an excuse to vent against bad information. Let's do it again Monday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 Patrice. If you don't eat your, wait, wait, you can't have your pudding if you don't eat your meat. It's mentioned pudding in, in this thing. So of course my kid, my, I go back to when I was a kid and then the, the Pink Floyd thing. And oh God, it's look, Grandpa's got his old musical references, right? Hey, you guys take care of yourself. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Uh, don't let anyone poison your mind with bad information, including me, but you can take it with a grain of salt. I would recommend picking up a copy if you can get a cheap one of Spencer H. Spencer Lewis's Mental Poisoning. Great book. Tells you how people go around poisoning each other and how to unpoison yourself. Other than that, I really appreciate you guys being here. Wonderful questions. Uh, let's do this again sometime, like Monday. Bye for now. I'm waving.